0: It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L.
1: On Tuesday, let's go. Tuesday, day two. Uh, day thank two. you, Ronnie Dunn, for the National Anthem. Meet, good morning. Good morning, Remy. Good to be here this morning. You ever thought about how you'd sing the National Anthem? You think that you would, like, stray and do a bunch of runs, or would you just be, like, straight to the point? I think I'd keep it pretty simple. Maybe yeah. draw it
2: out a little bit. I don't know about the up and the down and the inflection. I don't know <laughs> if I could nail it like Ronnie Dunn. <laughs>
1: It always interests me how artists go about doing that. Uh Casey is gone this week. She is on a cruise. She posted a pantsless photo yesterday on her Instagram. That makes it sound weird. Uh she was in a swimsuit, but then she had to post her STL made shirt. So uh so yeah, life without Casey. We good with we we good we like this. I we think we good it's, with this.
2: That's okay so far. Yeah. a uh, lot less sassiness in the studio. Not getting to <laughs> push
1: back on some segments we might normally get pushed back on, but <laughs> yeah.
2: We're doing okay so far.
1: Uh, Yeah, so we're going to talk about the one product that I feel like every dude should have while she's gone. More dude talk. We're going to embrace the dude talk as much as we possibly can. Uh, We're also going to talk about the best way to pick your brackets. Apparently, it's a way that I've never heard of. And... I'm, I'm, like most people 99% of people You have no idea What you're doing No you have no shot To be you honest You are going with your gut Let's be honest But then when your team Start winning You're like Oh that was all me I knew that I knew that was. I knew Alcorn State Was going all the way I knew Saw it, it coming Princess story right there. That's me. I picked it. <laughs> uh, our Cinderella, Cinderella story. It's close enough for all princesses. Got <laughs> a Snow White story this year, man. This shows you how much I know. But Rapunzel. <laughs> and in Remy versus Casey you know we've got Brad Paisley tickets as well as Parmalee tickets. So uh, thanks for hanging out with us on the show. Let's get this thing started. Stereo strucker now. 92.3 oh, WIL. Okay. How long do you think it would take a hacker to figure out your password, meat? Oh, uh, not very long, a couple of minutes probably. Uh which the- one? I use the <laughs> same one for like everything. <laughs> That's my problem too. Uh the top 10 most common passwords for 2022 so far. Uh number 10 Oh, come
2: on. It's got to be harder than that, right?
1: Number 9 is 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1. Oh, Goodness, those people deserve to be hacked. Uh, number eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, okay. Seriously, <laughs> the first, the the, for, the bottom three here are all just numbers. This one I found interesting. Number seven, one Q, two W, three E. One uh, Q is under one, two uh, W is under two, and E is under under three. So that's so. That's
2: there's still sorry. kind
1: of a process there. The, yeah, the top three most used passwords. Number three, qwerty. Q W E R T Y. Those that that, that top so the that, top line, top line, all straight in a row on the keyboard. and then uh number one, is, or number two is one two three four five six seven eight nine. One is one two three four five six. Period. That's it. I I can't. I, so you did the six the six letters minimum, and then
2: your special character, and called it called it a day. Yes, four is password. <laughs> Like your password is password. I honestly, I don't feel that bad about myself now. I feel like about the most secure person in the What's world. What's your password mean? Uh, just, let I'm me tell kidding. you real quick. I'm just kidding. But seriously, uh, I, I use the same. I think pretty much like two passwords, maybe. I just rotate them.
1: The only time I change them is when work tells me I have to. Yeah. There's a uh, th- There's a new article out that says any password that's six characters or less can be cracked instantly now. If your password is all lowercase letters anything less than nine letters can also be cracked immediately if you don't have any special characters you need to get some special characters right now uh so what does a what does a good password need to look like it has to be at least 18 characters including all of the things uppercase lowercase numbers special characters it would take 438 trillion years to crack a code Crack a password that's over 18 characters. There's
2: no way you're going to remember that password, though. It's got to be something that you have saved where every yeah. time you log in, it automatically puts it in from your phone or computer or
1: whatever. And then all the hacker needs to do is just get into your computer. Yeah. And then they've got everything because everything's saved. What do <laughs> people want anyway? Like, what, what are they going to get from me by hacking me? Your I, money. Your money. I, well, good your, luck. I, your identity. Good luck. Because it's all sold on the dark web. So what? I, one thing, I listened to this podcast and this whole thing about passwords. And what happens is because there are people like you and I that use the same password for multiple websites, they'll go to the the lesser websites, the ones that don't have as much security, and they'll they'll hack that and they'll crack it. They'll get everybody's information. And then they'll just start going through all of the major banks your chases, your PNCs, all of those. They'll test to see if that password and uh, username combination works on everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. That makes me feel great. So what what you need to do is uh, change your password for every single website and remember all those. Don't have anything saved. So if you go with the one (laughs) the computer suggests, is that a good thing? (laughs) I think so easier to find? I think in a lot of cases Especially like Google Chrome And a bunch of uh, computers now Will uh, develop these passwords for you And it's all supposed to be part of a key But that makes me feel weird Yeah, like like You're making my password Yeah, they're going to sell it to somebody There's like password locker websites Where they will actually update your password Every single time you get into your bank account They do all of that on their end That's like something you have to pay for Yeah, I'm not doing that I'm I'm just going to take my chances at this point I'm just going with password Never forget password it.
2: Password one exclamation mark.
1: <laughs> figure that one out. Yeah, figure that one. You, you get that. You get Good it. Good luck. Uh, what's your password? 314 I'm just joking. That could be the password. <laughs> that could be the it's password. a great idea. Uh, so this is, if nothing else, this is a reminder to update your password from 123
0: 456 Remy and
1: Casey. Well, it's vacation season. Casey's on vacation until next week. She's on a cruise in the Caribbean. Uh, I'm taking, my wife and I are taking the kids to Disney World for the first time. It's going to be great. At the end of the month, uh, March 30th through April 5th. And you're thinking about going on vacation too, meet? Yeah, I got a couple vacations planned the next couple of months, but like
2: local-ish kind of, you know, little weekend trip kind of vacations. Uh, basketball season just ended for me, so I uh, was talking to the girlfriend. We wanted to go and just kind of have a nice, relaxing weekend. We've been talking about going to the Shawnee National Forest for a while. Okay. Do some hiking. get maybe... like an Airbnb there? Yeah, or, I got yeah. an Airbnb, like kind of a little lake area. So it, it's forest everywhere. We're getting into the hiking stuff. We're doing some kayaking, that kind of thing. Um... I think i might cancel the trip though wait why uh was looking online today and saw that there's a uh, some road closures in the shawnee national forest due to some interesting circumstances uh the u.s forest service has closed a small gravel road in the shawnee national forest for the mitigation of reptiles for snakes the, they're taking them out like they're, they're, no they're, they're letting, migration they're letting them move so the snakes apparently start to uh, to migrate this time of year from this certain area. Apparently, there's a lot of like limestone down there. But here's what gets me, Remy: this area that uh, I <laughs> unfortunately planned a vacation for hosts. of the snakes in the state of Illinois (laughs) 60% and they all apparently happen to cross this gravel road in the area that we're going to so they can go about their happy little lives Aren't
1: animals like the weirdest thing in the world Sometimes I wonder, like, because you see this on on beaches where the crabs will all migrate migrate at the same time. Or you'll look up and there'll be like a million birds just in a channel that are just like going south or going north or whatever. Animals are weird. And all the snakes get together and they're like, Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> Nobody's going to stop us. All the Shawnee snakes. How does 60% of the snakes in a state. How does that happen? That's crazy. How that, because, you know, the, the Shawnee National Forest isn't the only, only forest area in the state. There's a lot of preserves and like Starved Rock is up right. north. and got got Elephant Rock, I think, yeah. is in the, the All those side. That's That's pretty crazy. Is it because there's a swamp?
2: There, yeah, there's a swamp area on one side of the road apparently, and then there's a like a limestone heavy area on the other side. So apparently that must be the perfect combination. But it's not like garter snakes and you know like little water snakes. Uh-huh. It's everything. Like cottonmouth, water uh, water marks and all of it. Wow. Yeah. So I, I yeah I think, I'm,
1: trip's, trying think trip's of a, I'm trying to think of officially cancer. I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of the venomous snakes that we have in. Like the bi-state area, nothing's like terrible, terrible. We don't I'm have sure like you get some rattlesnakes. Do ever. we have rattlesnakes? I'm sure you do. Yeah, probably in
2: some more farmish type areas. You know, yeah. get on the plains and just, stuff like I, any, that.
1: Any any yeah. snake kind of freaks me out too. We had a black snake in the uh, in the garage a couple years. I think it was like a year ago. Uh, they're harmless, right? Right. Like, there are they're, a lot of people some that say just, they're
2: bad. They're good for you.
1: Yeah, they'll just, <laughs> they'll just go over there and just pick them up and toss them out. Whatever, free pest control around your house. No. Yeah. But it would freak me out. <laughs> no. So you're not going now?
2: No. No, I, I think the uh, the trip's canceled. I, I don't do snakes, man. I thought I had a snake under my last house. Actually, I saw it slither under my last uh-huh. house, and I was ready to move out at that point. <laughs> so we're going to avoid this trip altogether. But it looks like a nice area. Other than that. <laughs> Just let them migrate. And Other then, uh, than 60% of the state's snakes. <laughs> looks
1: looks great. You forgot the amphibians. There's a lot of frogs. Yeah. These things too, right? For the snakes to eat. <laughs> That's why they're there, Remy. Well, I'm sorry you had to cancel your trip. Because of snakes, the sneak is snake, Remy and Casey. What is this
0: song? <laughs> Sweet
2: tunes of March, it's one shining moment. The song of March Madness, the NCAA tournament officially begins tonight. Welcome to Sports with Meat, it's the first four this evening. Uh, and Remy. I know that you're all in on March Madness. You got your bracket in, right? You're ready to go?
1: Uh, Pretty close. Pretty close. Uh, I'm in on the office pool here, which is a weird, like, it's only based on spread or something. I have no idea. I just, I put in my money and hopefully I win more money. Yeah, you probably <laughs> won't. I've never
2: had luck with that here in the office pool. It's funny how that works. Uh, Yeah, we, we've got the first four games tonight, so uh, you've got... Uh, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. Uh, You've got the University of Indiana in on the mix. So you've got two games tonight to get things going. But I want to help people with their brackets. I know it's always a tough thing figuring out what teams to go with, what selections you want to make for your bracket. I got some advice for you. Also some advice, thanks to a quote-unquote professional. Uh, There's a guy at the University of Illinois. His name is Sheldon Jacobson. I trust everybody with basketball picks when their name is Sheldon. Uh, But his name is Sheldon Jacobson, and he's put together a process that he thinks... Works for March Madness picks. Okay. Uh, Some things to do, some things to not do. He says, don't assume that recent or past success means they're going
1: to have success this year. Which means that the brackets are basically unpredictable. Exactly. Yeah. Nothing (laughs) makes sense.
2: That's what that means. Uh, So, like, if last year, I don't even remember who won last year. If Duke won last year, for example, maybe not just go with Duke because. They've been good recently, been good in the past. This year's example is North Carolina. They've been struggling a little bit on and off. That's not maybe your team. Also, don't pick a 16 seed. It's not going to happen. It took 136 tries, I believe, for it to actually happen. The first time it ever happened was a couple of years ago. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. I think it takes, I believe the stat was Four hundred thousand tries again before it could possibly happen wow. to have two number one seeds
1: I mean, into the final four. If you're in Illinois and you're and you're on like your, your gambling apps, you might as well just put a dollar to one of the sixteen seeds because if it does happen, I mean, one dollar could equal like five hundred. Is that what you did last night? I know you put a little bit of money y- you down. No, I might have a done a couple of the okay. long shots. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, we'll see if that pays <laughs> off for
2: you. <laughs> uh, a couple of things to think about. They Jacobson says that maybe try picking your final four teams first, your elite eight teams first. Oh, so that's then, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's a weird approach. I never really thought about that. I like to try to pick up some first round upsets I try to figure out I usually go through and I'm making my picks And then I'm like oh all these teams aren't going to win Somebody's going to upset somewhere along the way So maybe try their process Um, I'm going to give one last piece of advice Here though on my end Actually two Go with a good coach You got some great coaches out there. Coach K at Duke, it's his final year. They're going to want to do things right for him on his way out. So go with a coach with experience. And there's always one conference that ruins everything. Like they have eight, nine teams going in. They look to be the best conference. And then they fall apart in the first weekend. It's always usually the Big Ten. And they're the team or the conference this year again who has the most teams. So be careful. Don't get duped and win some money this year. And your March Madness bracket.
1: I love it. Thank you, Meat. Uh, I got gotcha. you.
2: Do you think U of I is going to do anything? I don't think they're probably going to do no. at <laughs> all.
0: Maybe like,
2: <laughs> uh, they seed. might make a run, yeah. I could see maybe a sweet 16, maybe flirting with the Elite
1: Eight. Got to be Chattanooga. Last year
2: was their chance, so they screwed
1: that up. Uh, yeah. I feel like that's always how it goes. Well, thank you for the uh, advice for March Madness, Meat. We appreciate it.
0: Unwritten rules are still rules. It's the Code of Conduct on 92.3 W.I.L.
1: I'm so glad I'm out of the relationship, like, first date (laughs) scenarios in life. It gets awkward. I feel like all the dating apps have made it even more difficult to date. But this story is funny, at least. I mean... I don't think it'll go any further, but there's this divorced mom on TikTok that's telling her story of a nightmare situation with her first Tinder date. So I get on Tinder. I match with a guy. He says, I want to see you today. And I said, well, I only have a 45 minute window before I have to go and pick up my children. We'll just meet for coffee. I'm like, okay, cool. And mind you, I was a teacher at the time, so I'm wearing professional clothing. So I'm there at the coffee shop. He enters and he is wearing SpongeBob pants flannel pants and giant wolf slippers. And I see three of my current students walk in and sit. The whole time I'm thinking, they know I'm on a date. <laughs> so if you, if you couldn't understand what she was saying, she basically said, I only have a 45-minute window. And this dude came in with SpongeBob SquarePants, flannels, and wolf slippers. Yeah,
2: wolf slippers, I believe.
1: What's worse, the slippers or the, uh, the pants? I, I don't know to begin with. <sighs> I, I mean, I, I would say probably the slippers because you, you're going out of your house in slippers. <laughs> you're the, not putting on shoes, at least. The, the Tinder dating life, thats a, it's
2: an interesting experience. Um, first off, the fact that they just matched and they're going and meeting already, that is bold on both of their parts, by the way. No, if, no research done. Yeah, I feel like you yeah. got to do some background checking and things like that. Um, it, there's got to be, I, I feel like... A, a set of standards for first date attire. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if the, the pajama pants fall into that,
1: but- Maybe uh, you thought coffee shop, you know, it's breakfast it's and- leisurely. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I had a, uh, a first date on Tinder one time. I think it may have been my first Tinder date ever. The person showed up and um, I don't know- how to really throw this out there kind of like stripper boot kind of things <laughs> like knee high leather like like stripper full on stripper boots kind of threw me off so you might think about the apparel that you're going with cuz yeah. you don't want to make too much of a
1: strong impression you know no tie nothing like that on a first try It's not that hard. It really isn't that difficult, I feel like, to just put on a a T-shirt and jeans and go to the coffee shop. Or if you're going on a first date to a restaurant, wearing like a nice button-up shirt and some jeans. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I I feel ya. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Or stripper heels, whatever. (laughs) Uh, Whatever
2: whatever floats your
1: boat, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let us know if you've had any like first date weirdness when it comes to attire especially. Like they showed up in What? Let us know. 314-699-4766. That's our text line. Or you can also participate on the 92.3 WIL Facebook page. WIL traffic. Powered by Dobbs. I-70 eastbound around
2: Riverview. We've got an accident on the exit ramp, so things are a little slowed down right there. Also, 270 northbound between Doherty Ferry and Manchester. Slow traffic there as well. Expect bit, a bit of delays. Traffic is brought to you by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with 42 locations. Check them out at gotodobbs.com. Bring
0: Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL.
2: Got a couple of country stars about ready to make their mark on the TV world. Tomorrow night, the debut of Beyond the Edge on CBS. Uh, it's, again, 8 p.m. tomorrow night on CBS, and you've got two country stars, Craig Morgan and Lauren Elena, that are going to be in the mix of a star-studded lineup, Remy. Uh, this is uh, its something we talked about a couple of weeks back, but as we get closer to the debut, wanted to kind of refresh it. But this is a show that's got celebrities kind of in, like, a naked and afraid slash alone type of show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they're going to be out in the elements for two weeks, 14 total days, And they will have tasks of uh, trying to compete different challenges. And it'll be mental challenges, physical challenges, everything while they're battling the elements. But uh, it's essentially all for charity. Whoever survives the longest will get a bunch of money donated to the charity of their choice. But some interesting names here in the mix. On the countryside, again, Lauren Elena, Craig Morgan. He's a former military guy. He was in the Army. He's got, uh, I think, a pretty good start. Lauren Elena has... Uh, None of that experience.
1: But she <laughs> is
2: a trooper, and she has a don't quit attitude that goes a long way. So don't forget that. Uh, also, Jody Sweeten, you know her as Stephanie from Full House. Yes, she's going to be a contestant. Uh, Paulina. Porzvitska, I believe. Uh, She's a a Czech Republic actress. But you've also got Ray Lewis, former NFL player, Mike Singletary, former NFL coach, and Meta World Peace. You may know him as Ron Artest. He was uh, an NBA player. Interesting concept, though. I'm automatically thinking Ray Lewis and Craig Morgan have the upper hand here just because, like, the physicality aspect.
1: Yeah. Are they on a team? Are are Craig Morgan and Lauren Elena on a team? I don't think that they are on a team necessarily. Okay, then Craig Morgan wins. <laughs>
0: is that, Craig is that Morgan, easy? Will,
1: uh, Craig Morgan will win this. I have I've met you know obviously meeting both Lauren Elena and Craig Morgan. Uh, Lauren Elena uh, not doesn't hit me as an outdoors person. Craig Morgan he sleeps in a tent out in his backyard every night. He has just to. just for fun. Like there's when when he's out at events and things he rides with. uh He's got a dirt bike on his bus. So he's riding around campsites. He's meeting people. He's shooting bow and arrow on the side of his bus. He's always doing something outdoorsy. There's no way he loses this event. It's a no brainer for you. Yeah, Easy. Craig Morgan. For the win. All right, we'll see what kind of events they
2: have. Remy's taking Craig Morgan, but again, it debuts tomorrow night, 8 p.m., right after Survivor. Will they have some contests like Survivor? Is going to be different? We'll find out tomorrow night. But uh we'll post the link on our Facebook page. That's Casey Covers Country. I meet in for Casey this week. And Casey Covers Country is brought to you by Bricklayers Local One. Earn while you
1: learn, visit bacstl.com. Thank you, meat. You've heard the uh, rumors about, well, you've heard of that thieves are now siphoning gas from vehicles because gas prices are so high. Well, apparently siphoning operations are getting more sophisticated. We'll talk about it next with your unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL.
0: Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL.
1: I feel like vanity license plates are cool. Until you realize That now you have An easily identifiable car That everybody knows Everybody knows who you are Like oh there goes uh, Whoever down the street You know You know know them By their license plate name So if you have A vanity plate I don't know Do you feel like It was a bad decision now (laughs) Have you always had Vanity plates I don't know Uh, This is a follow-up story from a story we did a couple weeks ago. There's a North Carolina woman who has been fighting to keep her vanity plate, which says, fart, (laughs) F-A-R-T. She was surprised it even got through uh, to be approved and be put on her car. But apparently, the Department of Motor Vehicles there in North Carolina says, you can keep it, you just can't put it on your car. Oh come on! Yeah, Let the lady have some fun. Yeah, I. I uh, what are they going to do? Come confiscate it well, from her? Out of all of the vanity plates that are kind of questionable in the world, you're not going to allow a woman to have fart on her license plate. I mean,
2: like, a, just give everybody a laugh. Uh, you you are upping the morale of every driver around this woman by allowing this to happen.
1: Yeah. So she <laughs> she in protest before they said you can't do this on your truck. She started a Facebook group called Friends of Asheville oh, yeah. Recreational Trails, which is F A R T. She tried to, <laughs> she tried to play it off that way, but apparently that didn't work either. So uh, I don't know. Have you ever had a questionable uh, license plate come through on the vanity side? I don't know. Just let this lady have her fun. Come on, man. Seriously. Uh, next story. I kind of hate that. the new. I kind of hate the news sometimes when they're talking about thieves, like drilling holes in gas tanks and forgoing the whole oh. siphoning thing altogether. Like you're giving people ideas at this point. They did a whole story on it last night. They're talking about people taking a, a drill to a gas tank and just putting a, a you know, a, Uh, apparatus or like a... People tend to do it to trucks because they have larger gas tanks. Yeah, like a bucket underneath it or whatever and just letting the gas drip out instead of doing the whole hose down and trying to suck it up without getting (laughs) gas in your mouth. Yeah. Uh, Well, now prices are so high that thieves are getting more sophisticated and just saying, you know what? We're not going to steal it from people. We're just going to go straight to the source. They go to the gas station. There's this story of a minivan that they basically cut out a hole in the middle of the minivan With a trap door, they went over one of the, you know, the they've got the caps all over like a gas station parking lot. It's like a rack almost. Yeah. Lift up, they they pull over it, lift up the the hatch in the middle of the minivan and just siphon it out while they're still in the car. So they don't even have to get out of the car. They just kind of like hover over this little area, siphon the gas out, and they move, move along.
2: This is terrible. Okay. Theft is bad. But this is damn impressive. Like, this is Breaking Bad, the Italian job, all kind of in one. It's
1: like the Ocean's Eleven of gas Yeah.
2: How long were you thinking of this to pull this off? (laughs) And, like, what kind of fabricating did you have to do to your vehicle? This is not something that they just conjured up in an afternoon.
1: Yeah. They've stolen about 1,000 gallons of diesel. Goodness. Now being arrested and all that. But, wow. Like, if you just put your mind to something else anything else it's amazing how elaborate these plans can get and all of that all of that brain power going to something that's not good as opposed to something where you could legally make that amount of money you know doing something else being a, a good
2: human we're gonna hear a story karma's gonna catch up and we're gonna hear a story about like a, a fender bender somebody hitting the light pole and the car exploding because yeah. of this. Yeah. So it, it's going to come back. And get
1: I them. still can't get over the people that are putting gas in like different totes and things and putting that in their car and like splashing, splashing bottles, around the car. It's just ugh. milk gallons. Just buy the gas and grin and bear it. Ugh. Blues will take on the Penguins Thursday at the Enterprise Center. Puck drop at 7 and your unprofessional news is powered by Reds Tavern. There's always something going on at Reds. More at 923 wilcom all right time for remy versus casey we've got our contestants on the phone jim in fenton and katie in valley park katie you were on the phone first so who do you think is gonna win today remy or casey remy i like it wow some faith in you got
2: somebody casey won again yesterday remy you got to pick it up man
1: what's the score it doesn't matter i'm pretty close wow
2: (laughs) doesn't matter wow uh today we've got a game that's gonna be kind of a new game i guess Last week, we played uh, Counties by City. You guys hated it. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. There's all kinds of, like, worldly topics going on right now. How about Country by City? Wow.
1: wow. Oh, yeah.
2: Let's go to Kenya. Let's go. So Hey-oh. I'll I'll give you a city name, just one city. These are all very popular cities, like top 30 populated cities in the world. Just need another country. Okay. okay. It's that easy. We can do it. Casey, you are first. Your city is Manila.
1: Manila. I thought that was the country. (laughs) This is going to be great. Manila is, um, it is Africa.
2: Is it Africa? It's a continent, but okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but it's a country too.
2: No, nope, no, no. Isn't there? <laughs> like Kenya would a be the country. I know, but. In the continent.
1: I'm all. Okay, what is it?
2: Do you know? Is Remi, it for Italy? Italy. Yes.
1: <laughs> it's the Philippines. Oh, dang it. Manila. Sorry. All I could think about was a folder the entire time. Close. Close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Remy, this one is on you.
2: Mumbai or Mumbai.
1: Mumbai. Uh, Mumbai is in, uh, Kenya. Kenya. Is it in Kenya? Oh,
2: it's really not. Casey, do you have any idea where Mumbai is? Zimbabwe. <laughs> you are so mad. She said it with a, a little dance and all the confidence in the world. Uh, it's India. Uh, oh. close. Dang yes, really. We
1: really got to study before we come in here in the morning. So. Okay. Oh my gosh. Hopefully this
2: one is a little bit closer. Casey, back to you. Buenos Aires.
1: Buenos Aires. Argent- Argentina. Argentina? Yeah.
2: Good job. Hey, Casey's man. on the board. No, 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 no. I honestly was starting to think that we might not get one correct in oh, this game. I'm, no. I'm glad somebody stepped up there. Buenos uh, Aires. Remy. Yes. It's on you. Casey's uh-huh. got a one-point lead. Your city is Istanbul. Istanbul. Turkey.
1: Boom. Oh, look at okay, you go.
2: Okay. Look at you. Okay. Tied up but one. Last round. Casey. Your city... Madrid. Oh, it was Spain. No Pressure. big deal. No big deal for her. 2-1, Casey leads. Remy, it's your last question. You get it right, we're tied, we go to overtime. You get it wrong,
1: it's all Casey. Rome. Oh, that is disgusting. You got Madrid. Wait, is that disgusting? Italy. Let's go. I was breaker. hoping you were going to say like Greece. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. It's Mexico.
2: <laughs> All right, your tiebreaker question here. I did not ask you about Tokyo. It's the most populated city in the entire world. Japan. Correct. How many people does Tokyo have? That's You're our tiebreaker
1: question. Have to
2: write it. Uh, you can write. You can vocalize it, however, however you'd like. What is the population of Tokyo? Closest to the pin wins. Casey. Three million. Remy, 15 million. We have a winner by landslide. Remy, Remy. let's go! Tokyo! 13.96 oh. million people. Three million Wait, is like St. Louis, dude.
1: In the, um, well, I don't know. In just Tokyo? It's <laughs> in just million? Tokyo. Wow. They're like shoving people onto subways and everything there. I like it. Uh, it's a big win. International win for Remus Von Remington. It's a big win, international win for Remus von Remington. Also, a win for Katie in Valley Park. Katie, you want to go see Brad Paisley, or do you want to go see Parmalee? Uh, Brad Paisley. All right, going to Brad Paisley, Jim. We got you the Parmalee tickets, and uh, I'm going to plan my next va- vacation to the great country of Africa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is a country,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> it's Granger Smith now. 923 WIL.
0: Stop for dude talk. Yeah. Two dudes in a room. <laughs> orf, orf.
1: <laughs> Casey's gone this week. She's on a cruise. She's like sending us. She literally just sent me a video of her boyfriend half naked. Yeah. His abs so- just glistening in the sun. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so. Gingerbread Man looks great on this trip, but if you want to go check out uh, Casey's TikTok, it's at Casey underscore S-T-L. That's K-A-S-E-Y. You can go see her boyfriend, and he's like emerging from the ocean, his hair, and then his body's right there. It's like Jason Momoa mini version. So while we're back here uh, thinking about food and things that we can eat, um, you know, if, if you've been... If you've been around me any length of time, you know that I am super passionate about one thing on my back patio. Coral. Oh, okay, back patio. Uh-huh. Uh the back patio. What is it meat? It's your Blackstone. It
0: is my Blackstone.
1: I Guys. Like, man. No, it's 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 a life-changing grill. That's what I hear. I don't know that I'll ever go back to a regular grill. Ever again in my life. It's
2: not even a grill. It's a griddle. I Let's know, be honest. I, Calling it a grill pisses me off to begin <laughs> with because it's a skillet. It's a large skillet.
1: <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's cast iron, big whoop. <laughs> it is. It, it is. But I will tell you this: smash burgers are not the same inside. They're not the same okay, inside. You can I'll give you that. so you can smash a burger on the skillet on the stovetop, but You're not like smelling the outdoors. You're not outside. You're not enjoying a beer. You're not watching the game on TV. You're not all these things. You know what I mean? So if there's one essential item that I feel like every dude or every family needs, it is a Blackstone. So my question here, I've got a smoker at home, uh, like an electric
2: smoker. I've got a charcoal old school Weber grill. I'm a charcoal guy. Um, What is this going to do for me that is... Not being done right now By my
1: other two devices Throw away the grill The traditional grill Oh you shut your mouth toss that, I'm gonna toss shut toss your mic off Here's How the, dare you <laughs> throw the smoker out first Toss the regular grill You don't need that anymore Come The monster. reason why food tastes so much better On the Blackstone Especially burgers Is because it just sits And it's fat The entire oh, time yum. And cooks
2: Yeah okay But I'm not gonna put a pork chop On top of the Blackstone And let it sit in it's grease And fat the entire time Oh, no. I you, want the grill marks. I want the the flavor from the charcoal.
1: I mean, it's, it, it's overrated. The Blackstone, I feel like, has its place with hamburgers, uh, apparently breakfast items. Oh, so good. It's yeah. dynamic. That's the thing is you can have multiple temperature zones on the Blackstone, oh, so goodness. you can do many different things at once. You can do pancakes on one side. You can do bacon in the middle. You can do uh, eggs at, all at the same time if you want. See, I'm down with that. And and also, you will also feel like a, like a hibachi chef. Sometimes, as well. Like, I've done I've done uh, chicken fried rice. Have you just, done the onion volcano? Onion volcano? Stop. No, you have oh, no. yeah. Stop it. The, I, I attempt doing the cracking of the eggs with the spatulas. Never once have I got it, <laughs> but I've attempted. Can you throw a piece of shrimp into my mouth across
2: the room? Uh, come on over. Let's try. Right, we'll try it out. Multiple uh, attempts. My other question about this Blackstone thing, and I, again, I've looked at these before, <laughs> Uh, I live in a household where it's just myself and my girlfriend, so the big black stone, we're not really in need of that, but I feel like I can't really buy a small one because it's a waste of money. I should just go with the big one anyway, Yeah. but I'm back and forth on it.
1: Cleaning this thing, I feel like that's going to be a huge pain. No, it's a breeze. It's I a breeze. I don't believe you. They, they, uh, you can get a couple kits. Actually, I think it comes with the spatula kit, so you get the spatula kit, and there's a scraper. You just scrape all the fats into a tray at the end, mm. wipe it with some oil. Boom, put the cover on, you're good. See, I don't know. And then all of that saturated fat in the cast iron is there for next time. Oh, yummy. Perfect. Just waiting for you. That's what we call a seasoning. It's delicious. That's disgusting. Have I have I uh have I got you into a blackstone buying mood? Me? I'm thinking about it. I'm back and forth between that and a Traeger, but you, you got me thinking. Okay, Traeger, that's like a different league. You can't come in here with a Traeger. <laughs> Over a blackstone. I'm trying to make an
2: investment outside. I can go with whatever I want here. Blackstone. I'm trying to make all right should, chops and ribs blackstone. Should me
1: get a Traeger or a black or a blackstone? Better not be blackstone. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to say Treger, but also the difference between in price is vast. And is the Blackstone really that much of a game changer? I I, I trust you, but I need to trust the people. 314-699-4766. Do you have a Blackstone? Has it changed your life like it has mine?
0: Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL.
1: Meet how often would you say, if you had to guess, the average American is thinking about doing the nasty? doing the nasty <laughs> the hanky-panky as the average you might, American as you might say. or the average male <laughs> the average American uh male or female ten I mean, times a day ten, you're close you're close the average is eight eight a day times a day and it's no very much <laughs> it's very much skewed because I think women are uh, all women are also involved in this that brings down the number.
2: I <laughs> Way to go, ladies. Bring it down the average.
1: Uh, a significant portion of the study said that they were comfortable sharing their um, nasty lives mm. with others. And 29% say that they were very comfortable swapping personal stories.
2: This kind of makes me uncomfortable a little bit. Swapping personal stories with who? Coworkers, friends,
1: family. <laughs> Let, let me change something up real quick just to kind of... There we go. Okay, yeah, we're good now. Among the survey's other findings, it wasn't terribly surprising to see that adults are most comfortable discussing it with their spouse or partner. Ooh. What do you like? What does he like? What does
2: she like?
1: <laughs> Additionally, three and five respondents said they regularly discuss their uh, their sex lives with their best friends. Which okay. We had this whole conversation with Casey. We said, "How much do you guys actually talk about what happens in the bedroom with your, with your best friends?" And we learned that females talk
2: about everything. Yeah,
1: even though they say they don't, they do.
2: Even if you think that your wife, your girlfriend, or whatever
1: is the opposite, is the the unicorn and doesn't do any of that. Yeah, she's doing it. Yeah, she, she's lying to you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but eight times a day. Yeah, the average American thinks about that. doing the nasty. Okay. What about uh, what's your number for for fellas? Eight times an hour. <laughs> probably. Close Probably cl- <laughs> close Which means that in the last three hours That I've spent with yeah. you You keep in looking at me awkwardly uh, yeah. Stop it Next story How much do you love fast food meat? Um, look at, a, look you, at me Do you have a favorite spot? Oh yeah Well it depends on what kind of day it is
2: you know, um, uh, I like a, if I'm feeling really, really fat, I might be looking for
1: some like chicken strip kind of, you know, kind of meal. Okay. If I'm
2: wanting just a uh, fast food day, it might be a cheeseburger McDonald's kind of yeah, day. Yeah.
1: I'm a huge fan of McDonald's. I love it. I wish that I could eat it more. But you know how it, there's this whole war going on? Oh, Russia, yeah. Ukraine? Well, they're closing up all these American stores in Russia. And in protest, there was a Russian guy. Uh, who in the story, they say he's 500 plus pounds or something that has chained himself to the McDonald's <laughs> and is protesting the McDonald's closure in Russia. Like, do you love it that much where you'll you'll chain yourself to it? To I need my quarter pounder with cheese. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm just
2: thinking about that Aaron Tippin song, you've got to stand for something or you're full for anything. <laughs> this is the right thing to stand for.
1: And you don't think about this, but... McDonald's employs 62,000 people in Russia. Wow. There's 850 restaurants in Russia, and they're all closed in response to the war. So you've got all these people, and they were talking about this last week, people hoarding McDonald's so that you know they can have get it fix. before they all shut down. Like Starbucks is shut down, McDonald's is shut down, but this guy chained himself to a McDonald's and still won't get a Big Mac. He's not a worker, not, not about his not, job
2: yeah. or anything like that, just about... The McNuggets.
1: Yeah. It's a, it, it's a pretty crazy situation over there overall. But the fact that this guy's like, I don't care about the war in Ukraine. I don't care about any of this. I just I just want my chicken nuggets. I need
2: a double cheeseburger <laughs> with, with yeah. some fries and a large delicious Coke. Yeah. Because your Coke is the best.
1: Oh, my gosh. Uh, the Blues will take on the Penguins Thursday at the Enterprise Center. Uh, puck drop at 7 and the unprofessional news is powered by Red's Tavern. There's always something going on at Red's. More at 93wil.com.
0: Remy and Casey.
1: So last week, Casey said she had a secret. She revealed it on Friday. Usually whenever Casey had a secret in the past, it was always she was going on a vacation without us. And this time, apparently, we're all going to Jamaica, which I'm very excited about. I'm I'm down with this. We do that in April. Late April, we'll be doing a Jamaica trip. But on top of that, you could be going with us or at least... To a sandals resort with our 10 town tour, which she also announced. So that was kind of like the oh, cool. There's something else attached to this, right? So we're going to be going. There's more. Yeah, we're going to be going on a 10 town tour all around the bi state. We're going to be taking the morning show on the road. So we're doing a full broadcast from random places that you suggest. Hopefully, breakfast spots with great cinnamon rolls and things like that. And we'll be doing that, uh, I believe that starts in April too. So you need to let us know the places that
2: we need to be at, the places in your town, whether it's Wentzville, Highland, uh, Wood River, wherever it's at. Let us know where
1: we need to be. And you can always do that at 314-699-4766. That's our text line. Maybe you've got a breakfast spot or you own a breakfast spot. We're taking suggestions on that right now. But I also have a secret of my own. Oh gosh <laughs> I can only imagine Something that I've been working on for a little bit of time And I felt like it was uh, it was good to tease it while Casey was on vacation Because she would just be like going nuts right now about what it is People are going to be asking her The only clue that I'll give you right now is that we're trying to get the word out about the show Okay Right? With you joining full time in January It's kind of a brand new look and feel to the show again Right, right And we're also trying to do some good This combines both of those things. Now, good can be... Some good, (laughs) some publicizing of the show. Good can be a a lot of different things to a lot of different people.
2: Very vague. Thanks for the hints. Yeah, you got it.
1: All right, appreciate it. I I feel like every day I'll give you a little bit more, a little bit more, and then when she comes back, it's going to be like, hey, we did something big without you while you were gone. Take that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about this. Not only the 10 Tower Tour, the fact we're going to Jamaica, but also the fact that I have a secret as well. And now i got to come up with a secret. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL.
2: Don't ever take credit for something you didn't earn. It's life lesson for you there, Remy. Uh, Dolly Parton, she knows that. She's following uh, She's following the rule. Uh, Dolly has been nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's been a hot topic in the music industry here for the last month or so. Uh, the nominees were announced in February. 17 total for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Some of those names include, uh, obviously, Dolly Parton. Eminem is a nominee this year, one of the 17. Uh, you've got some rock, uh, obviously, in the genre in there, like Judas Priest, some uh, names like that. But Dolly has gotten a lot of pushback because she's not a rocker is she is she qualified to be in the rock and roll hall of fame yeah i know a lot of people don't like it there's people in this building who have been vocal about not liking the fact that she was nominated uh but it's been a lot of speculation will she get voted in how is this going to work if she does get voted in because people are so upset about it well dolly just kind of just ended it all she uh she withdrew from the uh, from the nomination She said that she was extremely flattered Extremely grateful to be nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame But she said she doesn't feel like she has earned it yet uh, She said that she loves rock and roll Her husband is a rock and roll lover as well And she said that hopefully someday She can be worthy of it And she said it might even spark A rock and roll style album Oh, okay from Dolly. She said it's something she's always wanted to do But maybe that would get her into the mix, but Dolly Parton will not at least for now, be a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of
1: Fame. So this also means that Eminem has tendered his resignation from this contest too, right? I would
2: think so. (laughs) And uh, you know, it's funny
1: I I don't remember anybody asking uh, Jay-Z,
2: Notorious B.I.G., Janet Jackson, Whitney Houston, Hank Williams or Johnny Cash to uh, make their way out of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which Johnny Cash, I get that. Hank Williams, I think you can even throw that in there. Yeah. Jay-Z's done a lot of like cross-genre collaborations and things like that, but I think they're all kind of in the same boat.
1: Yeah, it's weird. And I don't know how loose the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is. You know, is it like rock star, you live that lifestyle, that kind of thing, or is it truly this has to be rock and roll music? Of which there are not a whole lot of actual rock and roll artists in that category. Right,
2: And you're going to get to the point where there's going to be a lot of artists. Like country is now. Like people are like, oh, that's not country.
1: Yeah. Well, how do you decipher that when it comes to Hall of Fame or an awards and like, things like that? Like would you put Brantley Gilbert in the rock and roll category or like an Eric Church?
2: Or exactly. Or- And I think there are artists out there who have done enough musically that maybe deserve to be in multiple. You see that a lot in sports, like certain teams will retire one athlete's number or every team retires that athlete's number just because they were so pivotal in that specific sport. I think music could kind of be that same way. Johnny Cash, for example, Elvis, names like that.
1: Dolly, I'm not sure if that's one of the names that would fit, but I think there are some people that could absolutely accommodate that. She just continues to be a stand up woman. You know, we love Dolly. She's always making those uh, like great decisions, helping out where she can. She knows where she's at. Dolly's the best.
2: Uh, again, Casey Covers Country, meet in for Casey this week, but no rock and roll Hall of Fame for Dolly Parton, at least as of now. Casey Covers Country is brought to you by Bricklayers Local One. Earn while you learn. Visit bacstl.com.
1: 92.3 WIL, New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey. We actually talked to Maddie yesterday from Maddie and Tay. She talked all about uh, how Tay's little girl, Leighton Grace, is back home after 53 days in the NICU. Long time. She's a premature uh, birth, but everything's good. Everything's Everybody's healthy, which is awesome. You can check out that podcast from yesterday, uh, the Remy and Casey Show podcast. So, so how are you feeling uh, without Casey, you good still?
2: I, I think we, we're doing good. I'm enjoying this man week, the man conversations. Talked about the Blackstone today, and I know Casey would not enjoy that, talking about burgers
1: and bacon and all that <laughs>
2: stuff. So it's a good thing we're doing it now.
1: Our local vegetarian, it, we, we should just talk about uh, meats for the rest of the week on on the air uh, while she's not here. Also, she had a secret last week, which was basically she was withholding the fact that we were taking the morning show on tour, which is good to know now, now that we can, uh, we can start establishing the different breakfast places that we're going to take the morning show live from. And along with that, a trip to Jamaica in April, late Uh, April. Not a bad gig. Not a bad gig at all. And you can come with us too. We're going to be giving away a trip on that 10 town tour. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun as well. Uh, if you missed anything from the show, or if you want to catch up with Casey on her cruise, you can always check out at Casey underscore STL and anything you missed from the show, you can check out the Remy and Casey show podcast. We will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. See ya.